Praise God, everybody. Happy New Year to you, even though we're into it now. And uh, hey, we have a four-part series, and I've invited a special guest, Pastor Richard Jolla from Amazing Grace here in Michigan to be part of it. We're gonna talk all about 2020, the year that's coming, the decade of the 20s. Imagine that, we're starting a brand new decade. And in these four telecasts, we're gonna be talking about the end times, the Bible, wars, global events, Washington, you and me, the house of God, the Antichrist, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And we're gonna empower you. And so make sure you tell everybody to get hooked up, will you? Tell them what station, what time, and, uh, and let us know if we're being a blessing to you. Please send some seed and uh, send some money in. Put your prayers up and, and support us. We really need it because we're working hard to get this to as many people as we possibly can. I want to tell you about my book, What You Need for the Day Ahead. It kind of fits with what we're doing here so that you can be prepared what to do uh, the day ahead, the day that's coming. That's what this telecast is also about. And I uh, hope you got a Bible in front of you. I hope you're praying about it. Hope your ears are open. I hope your heart is open because we're going to bring some really powerful things to you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God, 2020 is an absolute pivotal year and an absolute powerful start. Yes. And almost recalculating, which we've been talking about on this broadcast, mm -hmm. and rebooting mm -hmm. your life, my life, to get ready for one of the most awesome decades yes. that man has ever known. And on top of that, we're living in the last of the last days, yeah. the climax of the ages. And uh, alongside of that, we're seeing this dark cloud of filth and anti-Christ, anti-Bible, anti-church, even Christians are falling for it, mm -hmm. and this great cloud of glory coming together. And we've been talking about this, we meaning Pastor Richard Jolliffe and myself, welcome again to the broadcast. This is number three we've been dealing yeah, with this. Yeah, this is awesome. I, the, I, in my heart, I was more excited about this I predict and beyond than any of the others. We're in a new decade, yes. and uh, yes. I just really feel like that this is, this is the time, man. And these things, some of them you can't stop because God predicted them. Yeah. Now, God's not doing them. Just because God looked and said, okay, the devil's going to do this, man's going to respond like this, and he said he predicted that doesn't mean he's causing it. Right. 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 We got to keep yeah. that straight. Yeah. Secondly, 
uh, we can turn some of this. And if you don't have this, you can download it right now from the website <laughs> or get it later. I predict 2020 and beyond. You ought to get it and pray over it. And that's the point. If we fast and pray and take the instructions and the warnings of God, we yeah. can turn some of this. And though I may say I see this happening, I pray it doesn't happen in some of these cases because we, God warned us, we took heed. You know, yeah. it'd be like saying the bridge is out. Yeah. So take the detour. Right. But this guy says, no, I, I've done this before. <laughs> On he goes. Right. A little bit while later, there's three signs. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. He, uh, he tells the family, no problem. We just keep going. A few, another mile down the road, there's flashing lights. There's a wave here, guy with the flag. The, hey, man, the bridge is out. Oh, man, you guys are always talking negative. You're mm -hmm. And pretty soon, whew, off he goes, hurts himself, maybe destroys himself, his family. And all along, yeah. there were warnings that the bridge was out. Yes, sir. That's what I see with this kind of stuff right here. Luke 21, 28 is your verse for the year. And you talked about when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption is drawing nigh. And I, I just pointing out in line with what you said, you're the one that's got to look up. You're the one that's got yes. to lift up your head. And I was thinking yeah. about this verse here. It says, lift up your head. So that means that your head's down. And if your head's down, that means that you're looking at something else other than you're, you're oh, discouraged yeah. or, by what's happening. Yeah. You're, you're downcast. Yeah. Yeah. So part of what you talk about in this, um, uh, about uh, the I predict is you said that uh, disciples will become anemic and lethargic uh, because they're saturated with the news. You know, we're, you and I have been doing this long enough, yeah. but we remember yeah. when there was three news channels. Yeah, you and only they were got on it. twice a day, Yeah, right. morning and night. Now it's 24 hours breaking news. Uh, even, even on supposed yeah. conservative networks, yeah. it's breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, and people get glued to it. Well, y yes, and, and it's, like, <laughs> it's like Sean Hannity once said, I'm not paid to bring good news. Right. We bring the train wreck. Yeah. We bring the plane crash. Right. We bring the hurricane. Right. We bring the war news. Yeah. That's what we do. Mm. You preachers bring the good news. Right. So if all, you, no offense, but if all you do is hear the bad news. Right. Right? Yeah. And not the good news. Right. That, this is my illustration. You've heard me probably tell it a hundred times. You and I are in a boat. We're out in the lake and we hit a rock and it puts a hole in our boat. Mm -hmm. And all we got's a bucket to bail. And you and I are bailing that water out as fast as we can, but the hole's bigger. It's taking on more water than what you and I can get rid of, so you know where we're going. Right. Down. It's right. seaweed, baby. Yeah. And uh, that's the way a lot of Christians are living. They're taking on more negative than they are positive. And, po and here's a here's bad part, I think. <clears throat> positive is available. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So here's a good test. I give myself this test, but here's a good test. Compared to everywhere else you go, where you listen, you sit, which would be like watching TV. Mm -hmm. You sit for that probably. You watch your favorite this or watch a movie. I don't know what you do. <laughs> but compare that sit and watch and listen to the time you spend at church. Right. Now, churches have different schedules. Here at Living Word, we meet at Thursday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Then we have prayer times. Mm -hmm. So let's just say you came to all three services. They last 90 minutes to two hours, give or take what the Holy Ghost is doing. Right? Sure. 
So let's just go to the bigger end. That's six hours. Mm -hmm. So six hours a week you spend studying, worshiping, praising. Now I know you can do it at home. I'm just talking about the application of church mm -hmm. compared to allowing yourself to other things. Right. So how much time, Mark Barclay, <clears throat> you talked about your head down. Right. How much time do we live? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are driving. We got to make laws against doing this driving. Yeah. You can see it. Like if you, I saw a clip the other day of one of the major cities they were reporting on the news. And people going down the street, nobody was looking up. Yeah. I mean, it's bumper to bumper. It's like New York City, man. Mm -hmm. And everybody's got to head down and looking at something. And I wonder with all that information and all the texting, I'm not against texting, all the social media. I'm not against social media. I'm against people who use it wrongly. Right. <clears throat> and honestly, some people aren't mature enough to have a Facebook account right. or yeah. a Twitter account. Right. But you're right. And it's causing us to be anemic, mal spiritually malnourished, mm -hmm. carnal, yeah. natural, <clears throat> to the degree that we'll sit right in church, take this out, and challenge the preacher. Mm-hmm. Now, I like this one kid. I call him a kid, but when you're my age, everybody's a kid. Like <laughs> I asked this. This kid once said, now, Pastor, uh, the thing you said during your message is not accurate. I said, oh, how do you know that? He goes, I went on dot, dot, dot mm -hmm. verification site, mm -hmm. and they said it wasn't accurate. Oh, so you're going to believe them instead of me, right. first of all. Mm -hmm. You're going to believe them instead of the man of God because you've been trained right. to go with technology and knowledge and the internet mm -hmm. over the man of God. That's mm -hmm. what the world has done to you. I said, do you know that that particular verification site got busted? Yeah. Big time. Yeah. For just, they got so busy, they just said, answer anything, we don't care. So here's a young man sitting in God's house. The preacher has the Bible open reading right. it, explaining right. it, right. and all he can do is sit there and say, I'm going to verify mm -hmm. if the preacher's right or wrong. He decides who to go to for his truth verification, yeah. his basis of what's right and wrong, Yes. and then challenge the man of God and the Word of God with that, mm -hmm. and then live in humility when he found out that their answer really was wrong and that they had been busted for giving all kinds of wrong things. My goodness. Now, I'm not picking on the verification site. That's why I didn't say the name. Right. It's the idea. Right, right. That we're coming to church and doing what? Yeah. What do you do when you're here? Right, right. And you know, there's, the, there's nothing wrong with verifying no, truth. No, the Bereans the did Bereans that. The Bereans did it. They searched yeah. the scriptures yeah. to see if what was said was true. However... The heart of that verse, and, and you can study it out, and of course, really in the Greek language, they weren't challenging the preacher to see whether or not he was telling the truth. Right. They were looking in that to see how they could apply it to their life. Yes. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. But what's that? How am I going to make that work? Right. And that's why they searched the scriptures daily, not to prove Richard Jolliffe right or wrong as my right. pastor. Right. I mean, why would you be doing wrong? Right. It's the idea, how am I going to get this in my life? How is this going to work for me? Yeah, and that's something we talked about in the last broadcast, and uh, that when we, you know, when we take time with God, when we come to God on a daily basis, we're setting ourselves at zero, not at right. 
okay, God, here's where I'm at. This is what you need to do today for me. But we're coming and saying, okay, Lord, what do you want to say to me today? We're, you know, um, I know there's a lot, there a lot of push for people to read the Bible, but the first thing we should do is pray and say, absolutely, Lord, what do you want? What are you saying to me yes. today? What does Richard Jolliffe need to do today uh, to please you, to honor you? I think, well, let me go beyond that. It's yeah. more than think. Sure. 2020, <coughs> with the wars, rumors of wars, the filth, the argument in the courts of what's legal, mm-hmm. as if that makes it spiritual or right. The Democrats against the Republicans and, and, you know, if we are not walking in this Bible, that will be as discouraged, as downtrodden, Mm -hmm. will be as fearful as anybody, any other human breathing that, oh my God, we'll just keep saying, oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh, I hope that don't happen. Oh, and it creates this uncertainty that affects everything. Yes. So now I don't have a good confession because fear doesn't give you one. Right. My giving goes down, not up. Right. Because after all, I got to store up my money, Pastor. Right. I want to help. You know I'm a good giver. Right. But right now, yeah. you know, and uh, that's why we're, we keep presenting this Bible every single church service. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. People don't like it, but shame on the preacher that would stand in that pulpit and preach carnality, naturalism, secularism, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and on goes the list. Yeah. Reductionism, no, man, that's not what we're called to do. Yeah. I heard a young preacher say, I'm called to preach the gospel, and for 20-some minutes of his telecast, he taught why we should not trust this. Yeah. We should not read the red letters. And I thought, well, you just told us all you were called to preach all that. And then after your statement, you tell us not even to read it, let alone yeah. preach it. Yeah. That's why we're anemic. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you mentioned that in the last broadcast that um, everything will try to push us away from the book, from the, the truth of yes. God's word. And uh, we even have places that have said, uh, churches, preachers that have said, you don't need the Old Testament. You just need the New Testament. Then you don't need the red letters. You only need the epistles. Yeah. Don't worry about revelation. Yeah. Don't read. And, and, and yes. It, yes. You, have, you have to look at it in the completeness, the beauty yes. of the completeness of Scripture, not just a few select verses that you're picking here and there. Now, we're entering a year. This 2020, we have sort of kind of at the time of this broadcast. Right. And impeach president. Right. I think. Yeah. I guess. We don't know for sure. We don't know where it's going to go. Somebody's impeached him, but it hasn't gone so, any further. We don't, 2020 will bring that to us. Right. What's the end result of that? What's it do with the elections? What about the Ayatollah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that our president, you know, uh, he, he took out a leading general of the Iranian army. Yeah. Where does that leave us now in 2020? Yeah. yeah. And what about... And what about, and what about, Right. and that's why we can't afford, Richard, mm-hmm. preachers, I'm talking, pastors right. especially, we can't afford to water this down. Mm-hmm. We can't afford to actually train people to sear their conscience. Yeah. We can't train them to turn their ears away from the truth. Right. And be turned on to some fables, religious fables. Right. So with all boldness, mm-hmm. we're going to preach this word. Yes, sir. We're going to be lovers of truth. And we're going to tell everybody 
what this book says, and then you can decide if you want to walk with God or not. Well, you know, and, it, and it, it's interesting, you brought up there about the, the, uh, with Iran, that, you know, one of the greatest moves of the Holy Spirit is happening in Iran right now. People are coming to Christ yes. all over the place. Yes. You'll never, ever see yes. that on any network. That's You're just right. not going to see it, but it's happening. It's happening yes. in China. It's yes. happening in these other countries. Yes. The cloud is the cloud is there, even though people may be pointing more out about the dark cloud than they are about the glory mm -hmm. cloud. The mm -hmm. glory cloud is still there for every or person. Or ignore or just ignoring. They're ignoring the, dark the cloud, glory. Yeah. yeah, you're just ignoring stuff. So it's there regardless. You know, uh, I put in here. Uh, this is an important point. I think demons will manifest this year. Mm but totally bump into each other as confusion scrambles the region of the damned and their schemes, wiles, and attacks against the holy saints mm. miserably fail. Yeah, wow. So if we just walk with God, and I got, when you were talking a minute ago, this came to me, just kind of a simple illustration. You know, life, when the basic things of life are basic to all humans. Mm -hmm. We all got to breathe. You have to inhale. Oh, yeah. You have to exhale. Yep. You have to eat. You got to have nourishment. You mm -hmm. got to drink, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and then above and beyond that are the niceties of life. It's nice to have a roof yes. over your head. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have clothes on your body, mm -hmm. right? Etc. We get that. We get the idea that if you don't drink fluids, you'll die very quickly. Mm -hmm. If you eat foods, especially the wrong foods, it'll slowly kill you. Yeah. We get that. We get that. Why can't we get very basic Christianity? Right. It's not complicated. No. Mm -mm. No, no. It's, ter it's give your life to God, not give. See, a lot of Christians, I believe, were not taught that. We were taught to pray the sinner's prayer. Right. We were taught to accept Jesus. I'm not against that. Just hear me out. But what most Christians were never taught is you're giving your life to Christ, which means it's not your own anymore. Mm -hmm. You don't do your thing anymore. You don't mm -hmm. come and go as you want to. You don't do what you want to. You are now turning your life over to Jesus Christ. What does he want from you? Right. Now, the basics of that, you're a pastor. Nobody knows better than you. Mm-hmm. Okay, this isn't, this isn't deep. You give your life to Christ. The first thing you do is you come to church every service. Yes. This yeah. is not painful. No. This is not heavy sacrifice. This is called reasonable service. Right. I beseech you, brethren, by the Romans 12, 1 and 2, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies. Right. A living sacrifice, which is holy. Yeah. And acceptable unto God. Yes. How about... Read your Bible. Mm -hmm. How about do what it says? Yes. How about be a forgiver? How about come to church and be a worshiper? Yeah, yeah. How about take your sin to the altar and put it on the altar and leave it there if you got to do it every service forever until you break the power of it? Right. It's not difficult. Right, right. This, this is not difficult to understand. Right. Some, my fight, I want to retract that statement a little bit. My fight was difficult to get rid of alcohol and smoking and sure. cussing and rage. That's yeah. how I lived as a teenager. Right. I'm not going to say that was easy, but I'm going to say I couldn't have done it without Jesus Christ and without the church. Yes. 
So what you and I are telling people, this is not like, now, this is only for college grads. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me, man? The children's church in this church know right from wrong. Yeah. They, they can quote Bible verses. They know Jesus Christ. They know to come to church. Yeah. This is not complicated when we run to those basics, yes. refocus and recalibrate our life and say, we're going to add our experience and the gifts and all we've learned from there. But every church service, right. we're coming as an open book. Yeah. I remember one time um, that uh, I had called Sharon up and I was going out to her place. We weren't married yet. And uh, she was telling me directions. You can remember that oh, far yeah. back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's pretty it was, good. I know. Man. A long, long time ago. And so she's telling me directions, turn here, turn here, turn here. Uh -huh. And she gets towards the end and she goes, are you writing this down? <laughs> and I said, no, I'll, I'll remember it. She said, uh, okay, tell it back to me. And I couldn't tell it <laughs> to her. I was totally confused. But it was, it. An, it was an important, I wanted to get to where she was. So if I'm going to get there, I need to write down what it is that but I'm But you're hearing. wanting to get, though, so badly overcame yeah. writing it down. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I'm on I got way. it. Yeah. So what I, what I had to do is humble myself and say, I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. Repeat it. I'll write it down now because I want to really get to where you are. My point with that is this. If we as Christians, we come to church and we're going to hear messages and God is speaking why aren't we writing stuff down anymore? Yeah, good point. Why are we just here? Do we think we're really going to remember that? I mean, you, no. you know, you and I, we came in in the charismatic movement and, you know, great Bible teachers that were available to us. Brother, we had notebook upon notebook upon notebook that we were are you writing stuff. I mean, we wrote, I wrote my Bible so much I couldn't yeah. I had to go get new ones. No, our libraries are full of Bibles. Our libraries are full of Bibles that we have just marked up because because it was so valuable to us, yeah. the value of it. Yeah. And you know, you talked about this a little bit in the I Predict. You said, listen, part of what's going to happen for the believer, there's going to be this hunger that's going to get in their heart for the truth. Yes. To get back yes. into the Word, to, yes. to soak yourself in that Word. But, but I think, too, going back to coming to church, it's not just hearing a sermon. It's, it's actually taking what you're hearing and what is God saying to me? I mean, what, it would be yeah. good if we could get every person, you can't leave until you tell us what God what, said yeah, to you. Repeat it what, back. Tell me what he said to wow, you. Wow, that's great, man. You know, before you go out the door, yeah, it, how do we apply that? And speaking of recalibrating yeah. and speaking of refocusing and coming back to center, because everything's pulling on us. Yes. In all directions. Yes. Everybody wants your time, your oh, money, yeah. your, your attention, your you, but the beautiful thing about God is, uh, I, I like to say it this way, a good church service is like going to a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't go really, but I did once or twice before. Yeah. And I sat in the waiting room waiting for my turn and all I could hear was, ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I thought, I'm running, man. I'm out of here. I'm no sense. I'm going to pay for this. <laughs> yeah, really. So my turn came. I thought, oh, man, I've never been to a chiropractor before. <laughs> and you know, he did this and that and whatever. And I felt my own, ooh, ah, mm, easy, doc. But you know, when he was done, it's like, man, yeah, whatever he did, I feel blood flowing, man. Yeah. 
And a good church service sometimes has some oohs and ahs. Oh, yeah. Our messages shouldn't always be pretty. Yeah. We should just learn to do like the chiropractor and say, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I then, might use that yeah, one right there. Take a deep yeah. breath and then wham. I don't think, though, uh, <laughs> I think people that follow me, they, <laughs> they, uh, they have a deep breath built in. I don't have comes. to pre-warn yeah, them. No doubt. Oh, no my doubt. God. Sometimes I say, uh, uh, we're going to hand out T-shirts at the door. I survived another I survived. Mark T. Barclay message. <laughs> you know, the times are serious. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of people are self-destructing. Yeah. A lot of people are turning away their ears from the truth mm -hmm. and being turned on to fables. Yeah. A lot of people have soiled their garments. And the list goes on. If you just read the New Testament, yeah. uh, I'll help you. We, I did a whole message on the 26 things that God hates yeah. from the Bible, not my opinion. Right. I'll give you all 26 verses. 26 things God hates. Now, if God hates like he loves, which mm -hmm. he does, because he's full complete, mm -hmm. you want to get off that list. Yeah. Then I backed it up with things God refuses to bless. Mm -hmm. So... In all of our teaching, and I, I'm a faith guy, I sure, believe with my absolutely. heart, I confess with my mouth, you know, et cetera. But if you have things that you are practicing in your life and allowing, mm -hmm. there's a difference between sin and your past chasing you and you chasing it. Yes. And God knows the difference because of your heart. Yes. But at the same time, if we don't eliminate those things and get rid of them, and we can by the power of God, you yes. can't maybe on your own. And so we're challenging you about 2020. It's the last days. It's yeah. the start of a whole new decade. It's the start of a whole new year. That's why Pastor Richard and I are taking this kind of special time. Yeah. That's why we've diverted my regular broadcast to this so we can bring you love, encouragement, and a fair challenge that it's not too late for you. Yeah. Uh, Richard, tell them how to get a hold of you personally sure. and uh, your final words. Amen. Well, listen, we just want to put a challenge to you and just coming in an agreement with Dr. Barkley that this is a great time to run to God. Yes. Wherever you're at, whatever's going on in your life, listen, this is the time to run, to call out, to call on the name of the Lord. Jesus, help me. But that starts with you being willing. And uh, I believe God's Spirit is speaking to you to do that today. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can through agchurch.net. Uh, on the internet. Uh, every piece of information you're going to need is going to be right there and we'd love to hear from you. Thank Perfect. You. Thank you, Richard. Uh, I predict, number one, the year 2020 is designed to be a year of plenty. Yes. Plenty of blessing for those who walk with God, not just believe in Him. Those who walk with God and live His holy lifestyle, which is defined by Amen. this, not you or me, yes. and plenty of trouble for those who don't. That's my warning to you. It's my encouragement to you. It's why we're working so hard to bring the truth to you. Yes. So that in Jesus' name, you can, this, this can be one of the best years you've ever lived. And that's what we're praying. Absolutely. That's what we're believing for you. Yeah. If you don't know Jesus, today's a day. Do not pause anymore. Right. And then you get a hold of us. You say, Lord, come live in me. And he will. And you get a hold of us and we'll help you. Amen. Well, we're headed to part four of 2020 and beyond with Pastor Richard and myself. See you next week on the broadcast. Hey, tell everybody about it so we can reach that many more people. In Jesus' name, amen.